Seahawks, Colts, you go first. <sighs> Carson Wentz is uh, apparently able to play, uh, even though we thought he could miss a good chunk of uh, you know with that injury he had. I think we talked about it on here. Uh, and COVID just, stuff. And COVID stuff. I mean, like a lot of different shit with Carson Wentz. He's a he's a walking storyline for better or worse. Um, I think. Mm, it is a, it is a tough call. Um, Aiden, admittedly, I'm gonna have to ask you who's playing again. <laughs> Seahawks, Colts. Seahawks, Colts. Uh, well, Carson Wentz. I don't know. I don't know if he can. Uh, I, yeah. All right. Let's try this again. <laughs> Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Luke. I'm Aiden. Uh, and I, I did some negligent things with our podcast uh, over the past few weeks. Um, to if, say if we the had, least. If we had it Aiden's way, I mean, we'd have three episodes a week, in-depth analysis. But I'm, you know, I'm I'm a piece of shit friend and a bad podcast host. And so you guys just have to suck on a little uh, hiatus during the preseason. But we know you guys have been missing the content. Like, we hear the clamor. I get I it. Do. I do. My knuckles feel... are white over here with anger. I know. I've been a bad person. I should apologize to you publicly, and I guess that's what this is. Um, because we even tried to do I one accept. where we were like, <laughs> thank you, where we were like, oh, Kirk Cousins uh, is really dumb about COVID. Oh, like, we had quality content. Fucking Cam Newton got cut. Like, all this crazy shit went down. Uh but I got really busy with, with life and bullshit, and then I didn't even cut the episode. I was like, Aiden, that's a lost pod. So there is a lost episode out there. Yeah. Uh, maybe one day I'll release it for fun. But probably not, because it would be pretty meaningless at this point. And there is reason you had a lot of happenings, the likes of yeah. which the, the general public will eventually find. I just yeah, want to give a little point. teaser that Luke has a lot of stuff going on, okay? Me, on the <laughs> other hand... Uh, I I'm the beneficiary of basking in his greatness. Sure. But I don't really have the same stuff going on. You know, I'm just this like plebeian in the background. So oh, my wants come second in this relationship. I just want the public to know that your wants come second, but not because <laughs> of the things you mentioned. Uh, I'm just playing. <laughs> uh, no, but all that's to say, um, there's been some crazy shit. I mean, absolute madness. Like we, it's interesting that we slogged our way through the off season, finding stuff to talk about. And then when we finally get close to football, me and Aiden just really like, I don't know. We, we fell out of step for a second, but that's done now. I had, I had all my classes coming up, you know, a general poor health that I'm always dealing with. Luke had a bunch of famous people shit going on. Like it happens. <laughs> I, I had T doing is stuff, MIA. I had doing stuff for famous now. people shit. <laughs> Let's yeah, no. let us. So yeah, we briefly, um, a lot of COVID-related issues in the offseason is what we found. I mean, in the country at large and in the microcosm of the NFL. And even things such as cuts happening more likely to players that are unvaccinated, even though you're not supposed to say that, 
Urban Meyer said that. Urban I know, Meyer and he's cannot stay out of the fucking by the headlines. Look, everyone else, it was an unsaid reality, obviously. My cat and my dog are playing, and it's so cute. They've become I mean, friends. But Belichick said publicly that that wasn't a factor in Cam Newton getting cut. Yeah, in the most Belichickian way, Danny Amendola just signed with the Texans. Oh, and also we need to uh, point out, um, J.K. Dobbins gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Justice Hill, I believe, got hurt. They just signed Le'Veon Bell, the Ravens, today. Oh, so I saw Le'Veon that. Back on a team. Um, so, yeah. Did you, another weird headline today, speaking of running backs, is like Latavius Murray got cut from the Saints because he doesn't want to take a pay cut. And I'm like, yeah. I, I like Latavius, but he's like he's he's not good enough to get paid the money he deserves, <laughs> and he's also like. Uh, but if you overpay him Dude. and he underproduces, you know what I'm saying? Like he's always been that back. Like, we had him it. in Minnesota, and he was an awesome. I know, I remember. But we couldn't afford for him to be a like we couldn't afford to pay him as a backup. I guess Pippen just dis- my dog decided to sleep all day so he could play furiously right when we start the podcast. He's like just I'm, fucking whipping a toy really. Feel hard like right I, now. Oh, okay. I thought it was his little ears flapping. No, he's just like whipping this toy back and forth. Pippi, you got to knock it off, bud. Okay. Hey, but I need you most to center yourself. Luke, I need you to center yourself. This is a football podcast. We just had the most wet dream of college football Saturdays to start us off. And even more so, just a fever dream of a Thursday evening, Ohio State, Minnesota. And what turned out to be a pretty good game. Great game plan. Uh, they were rowing the boat in the first half. You know, PJ, the Flex, the Flex monsters have a have just an insane offensive line. They got that uh, Australian right tackle who's 6'8", like 400 pounds. But we digress. Football is back. Live, meaningful football. Full stadiums. The college atmosphere was rocking. Does it cause me some dissonance a little bit to know that we're in the middle of a Delta surge? And I hate to be the bearer of bad tidings with with Wisconsin jumping around and U of M, Mr. Brightsiding their life away. Not, not a mask in sight. But the beauty of the college atmosphere was there. And it was a great Saturday. It was a great weekend. Sunday night, we had an amazing game between a now resurgent Florida State and a classic ND squad with great players and, and the Conemeister, the uh, ice cream cone at QB. What did I say? I had another one. It was Coney Island out there. Um, and that's all to get to the fact that this week, after a strange bye week of the preseason where there's usually a fourth game, we now have real NFL live football for all of us. Less, and we need it. Less than we 48 hours. We all look forward hours. to it. Like less than 48 hours we're watching As of game. this recording. Yeah. So how do you want to – this is a – we didn't have anything pre-planned for this episode other than obviously to go through these matchups. So we will do so and just see where it takes us and just yeah, like, man, you know, we gotta empty find our, our brains. I think this is officially, this is officially now either here or next week with the recap where fi- I would just say we are in season two of NFL Mayo. So yeah, absolutely. Know, we, we, this is season two. This is bigger, better stuff. So we're, we're going to, we're going to definitely the same though. Yes. Much of the same. We're going to definitely going to like rely on some of the way we've been doing it. But I also think that, you know, if we slide our way into like a different way of doing things, it's not the worst thing in the world. Like, um, more than anything, I want to start with, um, you know, we did a little recap. Cam Newton's gone. Some horrible in- injuries for some big people. Hard knocks with the Cowboys was cool. Uh, like, like an interesting preseason. Jets absolutely. got a bunch of injuries. Jets. Oh, got a bunch um, Diggsy's Diggsy's son, the cutest member, is his name is Aiden. Oh yeah, 
He's, dude, and he, tonight he we're going to watch the bro. new episode. Did you see that clip? Yeah, he's like, I, I love Dak Prescott. And then Dak walks in. He's like, hey, nah. are you Patrick Mahomes? Yeah, dude. He's he like, what? Some Mahomes. He was right, too. Dak is, Dak's cool, man. I, I, I want nothing but the best for him. but I like um, Dak a lot. Yeah, I want nothing but the best for him. And there were some interesting storylines uh, on Hard Knocks. It was, a good, it was a good season. Preseason was cool. And to shout out to anybody that plays Madden and listens, I oh, did take yeah. Luke's advice of playing live instead of offline for my franchises. You know, no hiccups. Things have been smooth sailing, and I've been Sir. having a lot of fun. Sir. There are issues with the game still. I don't think our Madden recap even aired because it was on that episode. OMG. So we've yeah, been, we we've been had having some a scathing ball. things. Good, good call. I've had, I had some scathing things to say about Madden. Some of them still ring true, but I have been having fun regardless, mostly with just playing with these fucking amazing young crop of first-round pick That's QBs. You know what I mean? That's a That's big a crop. crop. Can't be Beast Boy. Is that... Troll Boy. Is that what it was? What's Will it be Troll Boy? Troll Boy. No, it's troll not boy. Troll Boy. We're not doing Troll you Boy. You understand why it can't be Zach Wilson. <laughs> troll Boy You understand, loses. T, why it can't be Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson loses. You get that. You understand that, Zach. You understand you why understand it can't be You understand that, T, right? Okay, he won't get that. He doesn't watch that show. Anywho, Try let's see might. where it takes us. Structure will will find its way in the coming weeks. It might weeks, not. I got to be honest. If you're even listening I, I, still, I am going to be up. structuring. Yeah. I, no, I'm going to be having my favorite fl- my favorite flavor flavors. No, my favorite plays of the week. There we go. You He's know, my it, favorite guys. units. You're the lifeblood uh, of the show. Best matchup. I'm the, um, I'm the we, talent. Correct. And, you know, I am an honors student going into his graduating year of college, but it's okay. So this Thursday, in a very short amount of time, Cowboys Buccaneers, what a fucking bang job of an opening matchup. Thursday night football, Luke. I forget that that is Monday night the last game of one week or the first game of the next week. It's the last game of the former week, correct? The latter. So I was really hoping it was going to be a Monday night, but then I was like, okay, that's obviously Thursday night is the first game of the week, unless it's a weird one because of COVID. So we got Cowboys Buccaneers, a defending Tom Brady going up against Dak Prescott coming in with like multiple injuries that he's lingering. You know what I mean? Multiple millions too. Yes. Freshly paid. Will that um, hamper his playmaking ability? For some, it has. But for some, it's just justification of talent and it's business as usual. So we have an explosive offense and a very middling defense with some young talent that's been added going up against an all-star Madden team that is returning essentially all of their personnel. Uh, I've got Buccaneers. I got Buccaneers by 10 in that one. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep track of all of these. I'll make a little graph right here. This is live, guys. You're getting this All right. We'll, t- we'll, we'll officially do picks this year, for real, for real, not just bullshit that we never listen to again. So we got Cowboys, Bucks. I got 10-point Bucks. What do you got? So uh, not only are the Bucks returning every single starter from their Super Bowl squad, but they're also uh, 100% vaccinated, so they got. I love them there for that as well. Uh, Tom Brady was like, I got COVID after that Super Bowl, like, like boat party. Did you see that? I did not. Yeah. Yeah. He said that like this week. And the, he was he, like, it just didn't come out. He, he only said it this week. Um, wow. How did like, that not come out in the public when it happened? I, I mean, I you have know no why? Idea. Because 
there you'd hit a huge crucial conflict point because he's the golden boy, but like people would love to make fun of him for getting it yes. while being drunk off his ass and throwing the Lombardi trophy. Yes. So he's very smart to keep that uh, closed off from prying ears. Well, it's him. funny. It's funny that that was like the like even, that felt even then we were like, ooh, that's a weird time to be having that crowd. And we're like, well, they're in Florida. They can kind of do whatever the fuck they want there. Laws don't matter. And uh, it, I, you figured maybe I don't know. I don't know. I remember being kind of weird then. But for now, to look back on that video of Tom's drunk ass and then being like, oh shit, he got COVID from that. Like nobody's immune. Not even not even somebody uh, that's as pliable and healthy as Tom Brady. Um, I, I have to say it's definitely going to be the Buccaneers, uh, and it could be worse than 10. I, I that defense is nasty and Dak, like, him and him and Gronkowski got... were just hot swapping avocado tequila between mouths, like an infinity sign. <laughs> I mean that they were, uh, just feeding into each other. Go ahead. But I mean, Dak is, uh, very injured a lot had a gruesome injury last year and then as soon as he got back to camp tweaked his shoulder for compensating on his ankle and sat out all preseason and now he's good to go week one but look it's thursday night under the lights like who's to say that i I, i'm not obviously i would never want an injury and i like Dak a lot i want to see him succeed but i don't know that's a tough that's a tough match that's a hardcore fucking defense to go up to i don't know if he's ready physically and, and even if he's ready physically, even if he has a game like he was You're having right. at the beginning of last year where he was putting up insane numbers, like he's going to have to ball the fuck out if he wants to beat uh, that Buccaneers defense. And Brady's not going to slouch. Brady's going to ball. And that team has, like, they kind of galvanized, came together at the end of the season. So they're going to be carrying that. Um, Bucks, I think it's important to mention. I'll say by 14. I'll say by 14. 14. Okay, so I was thinking we don't have to do a point spread for Yeah, all I don't like point spread. Let's I don't, not I don't do feel, that. I don't feel smart enough. Yeah, I was like, that might become a little bit more heady doing it on the fly. But I do think it's important to mention the Cowboys are getting back most of that offensive line, though I believe Martin just tested positive for positive. COVID. Like, out. Just out recently, so he'll be out. <clears throat> but it's very important to mention, last year in the five games that he was available, it was like about four and like a fourth because he got hurt. Lost to the Rams incredible comeback victory against Atlanta, which we remember that it's like a Super Bowl against Tom proportions that comeback or letdown from the Falcons point of view. Sure. Seahawks lost Cleveland loss in those. He played against the best defense in the league for that season, which was the Rams. He had 266 yards, then 450, then 472, then 502. Right. Dak he was, was going like, at like a historic clip last year on offense there was, before he got hurt. There was a number I heard where he was on pace for 6,000 if he played like that. Like, And now we have an extra game. A, and I, It's I a think small sample to, size, though. Like, I mean, cur- it's a small I know, little sample Against size. good teams. Um, Seattle, Cleveland, and the, and the Rams are good teams. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. So also, when he snapped his leg in half, he like banged it on the ground to try to put it back. Do you remember that? I know they don't he's, show it a lot, but he's a fucking madman. He's a bad man. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I like him. I think he's got grit. And I think like if I had if I had a quarterback like Dak in Minnesota, whew, I'd be I'd be over the over the moon. So um, and also that game where he got injured against the Giants, a certain somebody came in in replacement who is now the unque- let him to victory the unquestioned. Not even up for debate. Starter for the Chicago Bears. Mm-hmm. Clearly, 
possessing some quality that makes him a more viable option than Justin Fields. Andy no Dalton. Idea. Okay, sorry. No finish idea. finish your thought. I'm no, so that's sorry. all. I just I think it's it's the Bucks all the way, and I, I don't. I was obviously getting lost in it, uh, but it's an exciting matchup to have off the bat. Like we're we're very lucky. Who's uh who you got next? So next we have the Jags versus the Texans. Oh my god! And for me, that's a very bad game. Yeah, um, so terrible. starting is gonna be uh, you know NFL Mayo favorite Tyrod Taylor. We do uh, man him. of many stories. That said. I oh man, that's both of those teams have very very small amount of talent. Um, I'm very curious to see how Urban is going to handle the NFL game. I'm curious to see if he's going to be trying to run a quarterback like he's used to from college. If he thinks college offenses are going to be working, what role he's going to have on the offense? Because when he had uh, control of play calling in, in, at Ohio State, it was like I don't know if you recall, but it was like the slugfest games where JT Barrett would keep the ball and carry it 20 times. That sure. was how Urban would coach it. The year that we won the national championship, play calling duties were Tom Herman, who later went to Houston and then failed at Texas and is now an offensive like personnel, like guy on the Bears, kind of a weird situation. But he was the one that was drawing up those DBs to Devin Smith, a la Cardale Jones in the playoffs, um, inaugural playoff that we won. So I'm curious to see how their offense goes with Lawrence. Um, Sabino, or not, I always do that. Uh, Travis Etienne got injured. He's out for the year. Out for the season. Etienne That's... Sabino, offensive, who was a middle linebacker for Ohio State. Uh, there's so many, like, Etienne, is, it's very unique. So I always think of that other guy. Uh, so I don't know. I'm going to take Jags, honestly, because I, all that said, I think Houston just had so many things going wrong. If I'm not mistaken, Deshaun Watson's going to still be on the sidelines. I mean, he's on the team. I don't know if he'll be on like, the sidelines, but he's on the happening? roster. I don't know if he'll be on the sidelines, but he's on the roster. Um, poor David Cully, poor Tyrod, um, but yay Tyrod and yay David Cully because they get to be a head coach and a starting uh, quarterback in the league right now, respectively. And I, I hopefully they can make the most of that situation. So that said, I think I'm rooting for the the Texans. Uh, weirdly. Uh, because their organization all the way up, aside from Cully, I like him a lot, but like it, it has been a dumpster fire, and, and the Watson situation has been an absolute nightmare. Um, everything's fucked every which way. Uh, so I'm rooting for Tyrod and Cully because I like him. I mean, Cully seems like a good good dude, and my heart just breaks for him because he finally gets his crack. Um, but Tyrod, like, he, he gets – He's he's always been on the cusp, and and he got dealt a real shitty hand yeah. with the Chargers last year, and it gave way to Herbert, who's fantastic, and yay for him. But bummer for a guy like Tyrod. So rooting for them, but I honestly think that Lawrence is gonna fucking sail on these dudes. Like I think I think people are gonna be raving about about Lawrence uh, next week. Like w- w- when we're sitting here next week, people are gonna be like. Oh my God! This is Peyton Manning. This is Tom Brady. Like, and it's because they're going against a garbage team. Even though the Jaguars are yeah. also kind of a garbage team, um, but I think he's gonna absolutely fuck them up. Like, he's he's a pro ready quarterback, and even if the play calling is bung, even if the if the 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 tools around him or whatever, the Texans aren't that great. I think he will absolutely just. I mean, throwing bombs, Aiden. Like, I think Lawrence is going to have, like, 360 yards That is or so funny because that's what I was thinking, but I'm like, is that too bold of a take to go early on? And no. honestly, I agree. Their secondary is not very great. 
they're just in general the Houston Texans have like just is a dearth of talent the, the correct way to phrase that they don't have very much I don't know about dearth I don't think that's a word I it think is, a dearth but... of talents the name of the episode <gasps> it is it is and it means a scarcity or lack of something is it so D-I? make it that d-e-a-r-t-h like almost like know darth that vader. word you just it's like darth vader with an e yeah Love um it. you what what was your degree english english literature okay like generally the reading of english words um yes next game so you have you have jags as well this is a fun yeah. episode i like the energy it's gonna be fun because we have the exact same opinion on everything that's why we need tea <laughs> yeah it's because we both <laughs> you know are in good moods because we have actual meaningful football and bro i'm gonna uh, okay, i'm actually. gonna i'm gonna prime time purple jeff justin jefferson jersey right now like i'm ready to go mm. it's yummy okay so we'll get to t's team next but after this one chargers one? versus washington football team good one washington football team chargers who do you got for i'll, I'll go first um this one's crazy to me because the talent on that front seven of the of the Washington football team screams that they might take this because they're all young and ascending. But that said, their QB is Fitzmagic and Herbert is like the real deal. And Staley is now the head coach of the Chargers. He led a really, really good Rams defense. I'm taking the Chargers in this one. Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I have a hard time. I have a hard time... Uh believing that the offseason wasn't like, I mean like the Washington football team last year was like the Texans this year. Like they were just like wrecked with story after story last year. And I even think uh, having this offseason back to somewhat, some semblance of normalcy, I don't think was enough for that team to get their shit together. I really don't. And I like Ron Rivera, like uh, a lot. I mean, he's awesome. And he's a, he's an all timer, like uh, respected head coach in the NFL. But I just feel as though that uh, the the Panther or I'm sorry, now I'm talking about Rivera and the Panthers the the Washington football team I don't think they can snap back just yet uh, not against a team like uh, uh, sorry help me out here I'm Chargers spacing. thank you so much I'm like I'm like I got yeah I'm like, I was hey. about to jump in uh, well and I guess there's there's been a narrative all off season about the Chargers being an ascending organization um, yes I think Herbert, it's got to be them in this though Herbert I do root for fire, Chase man. Young. He's good. Dude, have you seen the video of him trying to avoid all the camera crews? He's like very much like not about that. And they had broke down the ways he would do it, including switching jerseys with uh, Chase Daniels. Um the, the Chargers win, the Chargers win because they have six uniform combos that are all better than every single like thing that the Washington football team could put together, mostly because all their uniforms have uh Native American imagery all over them. Yep. And they still don't have a firm name. They got like a bunch of options. Here's what's up. So we both I have like, Chargers. I don't mind. I don't mind the Washington football team, but why are we wearing these fucking dumbass uniforms still that are the obviously the same uniforms? Like, is it an like? I understand there's rules and regulations with the NFL that you have to wear a certain amount, a certain uniform for a certain amount of time. And so, but I feel like can't we make an exception here? Like, can't we just let I them? Mean, you tell me, fucking... you're the king of jerseys. You have like well, five thousand jerseys. You've invested. I, it's just like I they have such like weird stipulations on stuff and I think it's a matter of we printed all of these burgundy with stripes jerseys we can change the screen printing for it to say Washington instead of uh your old name but like we gotta sell these puppies I think that's what it is but it's just ridiculous I'm like fucking change the uniform man it's weird 
I got you. I'm asking T currently um, for his weekly picks. Yeah, dude. That's because I what have the, a feeling that's what the that we are going for. We are going to agree on all of these, and I do want to see if he can come in later at the end and try to make his picks contrarian style. So we yeah. both have the Chargers. For the reasons we've listed, these are um, though, Maybe we're not just in agreement though. These are obvious so far. Like the, so far, you, I mean, I, I think one could argue that Washington can win this game. I think their their pass rushers are fucking incredible. They might have the I best mean, front Chase four in the NFL. That's a good front point, five man. if you throw in Ionitis with it, which That's I heard they're point. looking at a five man D line front. And I think they're going to win physical games in their shitty division. And I'm they have a, a shot at going to the playoffs again. I'm admittedly, I am admittedly sleeping on their defense, and I am also being very underserving or whatever about like how good of a season they ended up pulling out last year. I will admit, Fitzmagic makes big plays, and let's like let's just not forget we have Terry McLaurin and Curtis Samuel on the same team for the first time since they were roommates at Ohio State. All right. I mean, you're making an argument for him. I still, I still stand by it. But I definitely, you heard it here. I'm not, I'm not as much of a dumbass as you think. I am a dumbass, but not as much as you think. I am sleeping on Chase Young and that defense. He's a bad man. Next game we got, and these all, ga- all of these games collectively are in the twelve o'clock slot for you. What's that going to be like? Fucking ten a.m. Ten a.m. Sir. God, I love West Coast time zone. So yeah, me too. in this matchup, we have Seahawks Colts. We have. Russell Wilson, who at one point was almost a bear, we thought. Fuck him. Um, <laughs> then we have uh, Carson Wentz. Double fuck him for being just such a whiny little pout baby and also having a maybe not serious foot injury that required surgery, and then he was hard cutting on the practice field like within a week and a half just showing out, um, and then having COVID-related issues. A lot so of in this one, the walking storyline, dude. I think the Colts are the more talented roster top to bottom. But in this week one matchup, I'm going to take Russell Wilson Seahawks for the reason that there have been issues with the Colts team. There's been many issues with Wentz. I don't think as highly of him as a lot of people do, apparently. And we've been pretty vocal about that on the show. Yeah, I just think, I just <laughs> think this is going to be... A DK Metcalf, Russell Wilson kind of game. Maybe a little bit of a, a Lockett. Is that his name? The mm-hmm. other guy, yeah. Tyler Lockett, I, I believe. And then they have Jamal Adams, who's like arguably a better pass rusher than many linebackers in the league. I'm going to take the Seahawks, though I do think the Colts will end the season with a better record than the Seahawks. Let me, here you go. We'll, uh, t- uh, two paths fucking diverge in the wood here because uh, I am going to pick the Colts. And, and, and even though I like sort of – I don't believe in Carson Wentz and I've, I've been pretty vocal about that on the show, I, uh, I have a feeling that he, he might just come out the gate and actually kick ass and just be that fool's gold. Because what is Carson Wentz like uh, if not like fool's gold in his career so far? Like – and he's fooled two yeah. organizations – so I could see him coming out and being like, "Oh yes, we got him!" Like he's gonna like he balls out. He beats Russell Wilson and, and the Seahawks, and then like the, the opposite of you, the Seahawks end up having the better season, and the and the Colts fucking nosedive because on paper, dude, these Colts are promising. They really are. Let's hope he can put the blinders on or have the earwax like freak show and just block out the haters because anyone yeah, well, coming up to Carson Wentz trying to say like, "Hey man, you had a really bad." 
season last year. A lot of bad headlines, a lot of bad turnovers. But I most certainly did not. <laughs> no, he'll be like, I uh, know, and he'll start crying and shit. Like he's a very yeah. He he definitely strikes me as a as a little bit of a little bit of a play baby. But you know, I think he's gonna come out and and ball on these on these Seahawks, and I really do believe that. Um, even if it's a fluke, I have a feeling here that he, he shut he, up. He, he We're done. Nope. Into that. You're not going to, you're not backtracking on your wince take. Jets, I don't like Panthers. Jets, Panthers also in the noon slot. That is intriguing. We have Kyle Wilson coming in. We have a slightly retooled Jets team, which ha- I think drafted re- very, very well. Um, Saw was bringing in good talent. That said, they lost some pass rushers like Lawson to injury. I am going to take the Panthers, though I do like Wilson more than Sam Darnold. I'm not very high on Sam Darnold. I do think the Panthers have a talent advantage and a more continuity, seeing as how they've had a rule for an extra year. And week one games are always weird. Teams are still feeling their way out, especially with the Strange situation. It's not like last year where they didn't have the offseason program, but we only had three preseason games. For that, I'm going to end up going with a lot of teams that have more continuity, in my opinion, especially at premium positions. I think J.C. Horn was a fucking lights-out pick. I think the Panthers drafted fairly well. I'm going to take the Panthers. Go Jeremy Chin, SIU alum at safety. Who do you got, Luke? Bro, revenge game. Fucking Sam Darnold is going to show the, the, the Jets what he oh, can do. Oh, good point. How did I not mention uh, that? in an organization uh, with, with a little more around him. He's working with McCaffrey, your boy, your boy McCaffrey. Like McCaffrey. He's uh, on your team now. You got him and McLaurin. I know. I got a nice fantasy squad. I got a few. You'll hear about that here and there too. Um, I, I think that uh, the Jets, I mean, Wilson's absolutely fucked. And that's somebody that I will backtrack on. Like I'll, I'll kiss the baby on that. Like I'll hold him up and be like, oh, you're right, T. This is a golden boy. Cause he looked, I mean, fucking phenomenal, but He's screwed on. He's screwed on uh, his uh, offensive line. They don't have a lot of talent for the kid, and uh, you, you got uh, like you said, an organization that's had more continuity. And even though D- Darnold is is kind of the new kid on the block, like I bet you he just settles right in and beats up on a bad team. I think he beats up on a bad team. Uh, I he, like. I just want to point out, I like the Jets' offensive line more than the Panthers' offensive line. In some yeah, ways, but they got Mackay Becton. They just drafted Barrett Tucker. I, I um, like Mackay Becton, and and but I just I don't I don't know. They're I, not great, I, but they're they're not. I would say the Bears have a worse offensive line than the Jets right now. Let's just say that. But imagine if Zach Wilson had fucking uh, you know like a healthy McCaffrey to hand off to and like a little more stuff around him. Like I, I mean, oh like, yeah, you're right. So you know what I'm saying? Like Darnold, Darnold. Uh, is in a position to, to really give the Jets a fuck you. And and as much as I'm, you know, Jets are, you know, cool and all, I think it's the Panthers and it's no problem. Ooh. And it's no problem is exactly what Sam, Sam Darnold's going to say that pregame. I think it's the Panthers and it's going to be no problem. That and would then he be turns away. It's like, back to you. Ass thing to say. <laughs> like if Sam Darnold said that, I'd be like, fuck. With I'd his like, Lego head cool. and all. Yeah, okay. I've never... I've I, he's he's a USC kid and I don't like USC so I always I'm like eh. and then he was like you know he wasn't a godsend for the Jets so I was like yes but now that he's in a different position I'm like all right poor kid I want you to win just as much as the next Wilson NFC be, but you know what I will say I just want to say this if Wilson does get his ass absolutely destroyed in this game I want to see how he bounces back oh yeah obviously especially like 
there's going to be some adversity for all these rookie QBs. We're eager to see because there's an absolute crop. All right, we got it's Vikings Bengals. It's a big Vikings, crop. Uh, your favorite team, you know, probably the team I've rooted against the most due to our friendship and my friendship and um, you know relationship with your family at large. But I'm also intimately connected to the Vikings in that way. So I have my eye on them at all times. Mm -hmm. Vikings, Bengals, I'm going to go ahead and just say right now, I think it's the Vikings no problem at all. Even though, yeah, I got it. Even though the Vikings are like the least vaccinated team in the NFL, probably with like ratings less than a lot of states (laughs) percentage-wise in the union, uh, that said, the Bengals have had what I've read on The Athletic, a historically bad offseason. I think Jamar Chase has dropped, I think, every single ball thrown to him yep. <laughs> is what some people are basically saying. Yep. And he's yep. been dropping easy screens on live television. He's His mind, something's going on. Like He's got footsteps in, like coming up in the back of his head. He's just focusing on the catch instead of playing football. Um you know, a lot of people who've played football at a young age have been there. It just doesn't usually happen to a premier talent like that who had like a historic season with that same QB. I think the Bengals have a long way to go. I will probably wear my Burrow jersey during that opening uh, slate, and I'll probably be watching that game because your team's playing them. So I'm going to take the Vikings, no problem. I hope the Bengals can start to put it together. And what I really hope is he doesn't get fucking hurt because they did not even improve that offensive line. Here's my biggest fear. It, I, I, I'm picking the Vikings, no problem. Uh, it, but I'll get to that in a second because uh, it actually could be a problem, <laughs> um, admittedly. Uh, dude, I'm legitimately worried that fucking they're gonna they're gonna end they're gonna end Burrow's career. Like, if not you, then the Bears next week. Like, I'm not. I, I don't mean the Vikings. I mean the Bengals are gonna end his fucking career. Okay, yeah. Like for sure. Like this kid is fucked. Like, I mean, and, and then you go out and get Jamar Chase, who's dropping every pass when you thought you, like, like, dude, you gotta get, you gotta get linemen. Like, you do. They, they, they're like the biggest thing you could look at when they did that image of their, of their uniforms, the big uniform reveal is that dude's knee is fucking destroyed. He's got like the biggest, like after one season. They're like, Joe Burrow, earn your stripes. And it's a, and a fucking egregious scar up the side of his leg. I'm like, cool, that's a good way to spend a rookie year after after winning a natty and being on top of the world. Well, at least you're going to protect me, right? I'm your franchise, right? Nah, we got you a receiver. It's cool, though. He can wear a single digit. So it's going to look And if fire. you want to think about how much of a talent Joe Burrow truly was, look at what's happening to Ed Orgeron in LSU right now. With the, with the last two seasons. They just got absolutely dog-walked by a UCLA team with Chip Kelly, which honestly looks like they could ground most NCAA teams into the dirt with their running attack. Uh, they have the transfer running back from Michigan who's playing his lights out. I want to talk about college. Okay, so Throughout we'll probably have a college too. corner. Ooh, it's tasty. We're going to have a college corner. We'll add on later. Anywho, Burrow is we, – we both think the same. I think he's so gutsy. He's got so much moxie. He's going to take hits and he's going to get hurt again. I think – and it's breaking my heart because I know it's going to happen. And if then, it doesn't, awesome. Like – but they've if they but if it but I mean they have done him no favors. Uh, I will, I will hate say. them forever if they if they do this to him if they ruin here's what him. I will say dude the, they got Jackson Carmen in the second round and he's like third on the depth chart at guard and they drafted a left tackle like dude what the fuck you could have took Slater from Northwestern or Sewell which was the lo- uh, the obvious choice at the time whatever 
Let me tell you this, though. It's not... I mean, it could very well go the other way. We're being pessimistic as fuck. And let me tell you this. I'm the biggest Vikings fan you'll Realistic. meet. Realistic. I, I, I'm the biggest Vikings fan you'll meet. I, I, but the Vikings squad right now is like when you're a kid and you're cleaning up your room for your mom to like see it. But so like she walks in and everything looks great, but, but in the corner behind your bed and in the closet is full of absolute bullshit. Like that's what's going on there. You look at the Vikings and you're like, oh my God, playoff run. And then you're like, we are a sneeze away from being absolutely screwed. Uh, like we have no depth, like I mean, absolutely no depth. So like if certain stars in key positions go down, like if Dalvin Cook, who hasn't been the healthiest person, goes down, that's huge. If Adam Thielen, who's reportedly unvaccinated, as last I heard, has to sit out for a goddamn uh, week for COVID protocol, that dicks Kirk because he has Justin Jefferson. But, uh, you know, Irv Smith's out. He's injured. You know what I mean? Like Irv Smith tweaked, and it was supposed to be his moment. Rudolph's gone. He's a fucking red zone option for the Giants. Like. Mm -hmm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> if, 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 if Barr or Kendricks go down, who's, we're fucked. We have Patrick Peterson as our best corner and he's a hundred years old. I love him, but he's old. And one and, of my and favorite then, players in the NFL. I mean, dude, don't get me started, but I'm just saying like in Harrison Smith, who we just paid, but like, there's not like, it's not like the, the deepest secondary in the league. And then you have a D line who like, I'm Daniel Hunter's back and that's awesome. And we have a big middle. The other pass rusher we brought back in Everson to play around. We brought back some people, but like, if shit hits the fan, the Vikings could absolutely nosedive, and I'll be—I mean—heartbroken. I'm just, I'm just trying to be realistic for a second. You're right. You're absolutely right. And we, but we do need that to burn being said, some of these. That being said, I think I think if things go the way I want them to as a fan, we could easily win ten games. Oh no, no way. Uh, yeah. That's not going to happen. Cardinals, Titans. This one I've been eyeing a little bit while you were definitely sp spitting some truth about the roster. I want to say Cardinals because I like their I like that team a lot, but I'm gonna say the Titans, and I truly think they'll win. And I think Henry is gonna be a beast again this year. Maybe not to the tune of two grand, but I think he could damn near get close. I like the Titans in this matchup. The Titans are really flashy. I mean, especially because they just brought Julio, so like. You have you have big old towers at receiver. You have a, a lot a lot to work with. You have one the, you have one of if not the best back in the league, if not the best back in the league. But I don't know, man. I I think Kyler is gonna is gonna throw some fire. I'm actually rooting. For, I'm going for the Cardinals on this. Um, Kyler gotcha. and Hopkins. I'm, I'm baby. rooting for the Cardinals. I like them, and they got Rondale Moore, who is like my guy in the draft. I um, think that they they, I think that they're too. gonna. I think they're going to come out and be flashy. Like, I think that everybody's going to be like, damn, the Cardinals. Like, I, I think that they're going to give the Titans uh, a lot to deal with. And even if the Titans are dealing on offense, which they most likely will be, or even if they're chewing up clock with, with Henry, like, I think Kyler has the ability to, to move around and put up points quick. So I think they'll have a, they'll have a lot to deal with. I'm going yeah, Luke, Cardinals. Yeah, Luke, sure. Cliff Kingsbury's hot. He's got a hot offense. But Mike Vrabel headbutt Joey Bosa with his helmet on for the like one season he was the D-line coach and busted his face open. Vrabel's Vrabel's a legend if he never I've even got coaches. the Titans. Yeah, I've got the I Titans, Luke. Well, I don't. Next, 49ers Lions. 49ers. <laughs> Do we even need to talk no, about this? Let's let's move along. It's 49ers and the only honestly, thing we man, could even talk about is potentially if Trey Lance comes in, which I don't even think he needs to in this. No. I think he 
I don't think he will supplant in this game, but I do think he will get some time in his own package. I do want to mention that. But I don't think it'll even be close to a game where he has to supplant Garoppolo. You know, I think the word on the street has been that the Niners might just roll both of them. And and as long as that's acknowledged and they know it, like it, they might just do the the two the two pitchers. Like I, I really think that's what people have been saying. Um, cool. Either way, the Lions have no fucking shot in this game. <laughs> the the only thing I'm excited for is the is the press conference with, with Dan Campbell. We can move along. Steelers-Bills in what could be a good game. Uh, that said, I think the Bills are going to be fucking lights out this year, even though they have some notable COVID issue guys. Um, I think that last season was a fucking if you want to talk about fool's gold what was it 12-0 and 0 they were the Steelers they came absolute out, yeah, fool's out the gold gate. you had fucking Roethlisberger literally wearing a bodysuit ice pack in between series and throwing it the fastest I've ever seen a QB catch a shotgun snap and throw like if it's even possible to go faster who knows he was getting the ball out because like that was how they could move the ball at the time though I think Najee Harris is going to be good their offensive line took like three steps back in this offseason. They lost key members. I got the Bills. Look, Najee's going to slow things down for him, and he's going to score one or two tutties, and Ben's going to look good, but the Bills are still going to win by like 21 points. <laughs> yeah, I agree. All right, move along. Next, we have the last of the noon games, Eagles-Falcons. Ugh, Yuck. Um, that sounds fun. You know, in this one, I think the the Eagles might honestly be gunning for like that bottom five pick in the NFL type of situation. Uh, like we're top top five picks in the NFL. Top five. I top think five, they top. might end up being one of the worst, if not the worst, team in the NFL this season. I'm being completely <laughs> they, honest. No, they do, dude. I mean, I hear Sirianni you. I is way. not the guy. No. I love Jalen Hurts, but it's poor like, Hurts. They didn't even want to name him the starter. They they want to take any other QB that's available. Yeah. That's got to suck for him and for Tua. So yeah. I'm going to take the Falcons in this, though I'm not like amazingly high on the Falcons. No, I think they both in suck. General. I think they both suck, but I do think, and I think you make all the valid points in the world uh, about Eagles coaching and the players, but I, I actually think the Eagles take this one. And I think, uh, really? I think Hertz, I think Hertz makes a statement of like, I, I think he makes a statement and he's like, new era. I, I think that he really takes it on. That is so first... funny, Luke, because I pre-wrote Falcons for you. Yeah, I I, I, I really, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't vibe with the Falcons anymore. I, I used to, I mean, in my youth, I loved me some Falcons, but lately, man, they are just either choke artists in the, in the, in the big games or just, uh, yeah, just a lot. Roll I get on. you. I mean, that's glad. I, I like it when we're opposed on the view. I think Hertz is going to look good. Be... I, think, I think he's like, it's my it's my team, and, and, th- and maybe it's a new era. And maybe he – I think there's a world where I'm glass half-fulling with him. I think that – maybe it's because I don't like wins that much, and I want it to be him. I want him to take command in a tough city. But also Minshew, man. If Hertz fucks up, the whole crowd is going to root Minshew. And Minshew's 25 and good. So – I do I mean, like I him a lot. I, I'm calling for Hertz to make a statement. So for the 330 slot, we have three out of what I see is four bangers of games and one iffy one. The first of which we have Browns Chiefs. Wow, what a matchup. I'm going to be watching that one probably out of all the others. That one's going to be crazy. And you want to hear something really silly, Luke? 
I'm going to pick the Browns in that game. Uh, you are silly. That's a silly story, Aiden. Let me just tell you. You're because a silly story? I knew you would do that shit. I knew you'd do that shit, and you're wrong. But give me your opinion. My opinion is thus. I think the Browns did... I mean, they changed their trajectory. They changed their recent history last offseason by making the playoffs and by absolutely decimating their rival and team that's been leading their division for many years. And I think they're on the ups. They have a lot of fucking talent. They've been drafting well. They got a Wosu Koromoa like in the end of the second round, if I'm not mistaken. And you know we love him. He's very fast. He's a bad man. Um, they got a fucking very solid Northwestern corner in the first round. I thought they have a solid group of talent. They got great pass rush. Miles Garrett's very good if he's not donking heads. I think their offense, if I'm not mistaken, Odell's back. I'm not sure if he's still got an injury or Baker not. Baker doesn't know what to do with Odell, though. You know, the Chiefs defense to me is like bend, 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 big play. Bend, bend, or even break. Big play. They they tend to like get fucked and then just have a huge play out of nowhere, whether it's their really, really good offense or defensive lineman Chris Jones, or if it's like an out of nowhere Tyron Matthew interception. That said, I think the Browns are going to be steady Eddie. They're going to be feeding that fucking dual-headed running back tandem, and they're going to fucking eat up chunks, and they're going to make enough plays on defense, and Pat's going to start forcing it, and something crazy is going to happen, and it's going to be magic, and it's going to be a story. You've said on this very podcast that Baker Mayfield couldn't even fucking beat Chad Henney. Like, right. Uh, that was last so, year, Luke. Okay, I'm just saying, like, How look, quickly you forget. <laughs> look, I, I, I can Don't see, come at me like that. It sounds like, I mean, I just have a memory of a goddamn elephant. Did I even mention... Did I even mention Baker in that whole tirade? I don't even think no, I did. No, you didn't. So Because I don't tough. think it's going to be Baker winning the game. I think it's going to be some pass rush daddies against a very young offensive line for the Chiefs that's starting like three rookies, a free agent, and a doctor who was curing COVID <laughs> and being a badass last year. So Yo. there's that, A. And then you've got these fucking badass running backs. Nick Chubb, if not Derrick Henry, best in the NFL, it might be Nick sure. Chubb. I mean, you have two insanely good running backs. You have uh, a host of receivers. You have an amazing defense. You're not wrong. For all the reasons you're mentioning is why I believe it's going to be an absolute fucking just a – just a scoreboard bulbs are going to fucking shatter from how many points are going on the board. Like, it's going to be like – it's going to be like Baker at OU. Like the Rams. Like like the Chiefs-Rams back in the day, like three years ago. Yeah, it's going to be like a bowl game. 50-something. It's going to be a bowl game. Like, it's going to be like, holy shit, they're going back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. But the thing is, Mahomes is not going to miss, man. Like, and, and Tyreek can can put can put an 80-yard touchdown on you before you even, like, exhaled. Like, I mean, it's just like, I, I think I think that the, the Chiefs are continually bringing an elite team to play. And they're going to be back in the Super Bowl like like let alone like they don't they don't they don't sweat the browns they're gonna be back in the fucking super bowl i think they win and while it is gonna be a fun game and the browns are gonna play well it's a chiefs in my opinion it's a fair take it's a fair take it could go either way i mean maybe you think that's not the case but i think we've seen what pat has has had to try to do without an offensive line that's playing well around him and this is not a slouch of a fucking browns pass rush 
So do you I'm think this very... defense is as good as the Buccaneers' defense of of the no. of last year? Exactly. No, but I think that they have similar, similar. I hate to say that. They have some very good players. Mm-hmm. They don't have the speed in the center of the defense like linebackers with Levante David exactly. and and Devin. They don't have Devin Antoine White. Winfield Jr. Like, yeah, but I think they got like John Johnson or whatever his name is from the Rams, who's fucking really good. And they've got a, they got Greedy Williams, bro. And I you love, love Greedy. Greedy on Madden. I love Greedy. He's Williams. hurt. He's hurt. That's that's an aside. Bro, but he was Super Bowl MVP of the Vikings on Madden for me. <laughs> Greedy that's Williams, unbelievable. Pick six. Pick six. I'm very excited for that game. I'm glad that we have different picks because I'll be eagerly watching it. Next, mm. we have another really cool matchup: Packers versus Saints. So. This one has NFC North implications. Uh, I'm so happy to see Jamie's getting a start in this. I think Jamie's is going to have a good year. That said, as much as I hate to say this, and as much as I I really wish this was going to be the down year for the Packers, (laughs) I think this is no problem going to be a Green Bay Packers victory. It's such a bummer. I can can expound on that if you like, but it's as simple as saying um, Aaron's back. You know, Adams is there. They've got a great running back. And they're not going to fucking lose this to a team that's turning over a Hall of Fame QB to Jamie's. It's just not going to happen. Uh, all right. So I refuse, even if it's ob- even if, even if, it, if, even if what you say makes sense, I'm refusing to, to pick Rodgers in week one because I'm like, okay, whatever, dope. man. So I, I, the way Jameis looked to me uh, in the preseason. And the way he won that job was such that, like... It was Fuego, for sure. Oh, man. Like, he's he's ready to shut oh. my mouth. Like, Bless me. You, you see a quarterback as as uh, as talented as Teddy Bridgewater come in and in a good position with a good coach, even though I don't like Sean Payton, in a good position with a good coach and a good team, 5-0. and You saw people that could come in and step in for Brady uh, in, that, in those positions for the, for the Pats, and they'd go undefeated and then sign a contract. That's how Matt Castle came to be. It's how Jacoby Brissett, like, like those things that happened. Like, and now you have Jameis Winston, who admittedly went 30 for 30, like rocked a 30 touchdown, 30 interception season. But my man fixed his eyes. He fixed, fixed his him. eyes with LASIK. Uh, he, he came in and, and, and won the starting quarterback job against Taysom Hill, who is very interesting to say the least. I, and, and he didn't just win by a little, he won by a lot. He was throwing fucking bombs, absolutely coming out the gate and stunting. And I think, I think it's logical that as somebody uh, of Jameis Winston's ilk, a young, talented QB, a Heisman Trophy winner, somebody who has put up numbers, good and bad, uh, I, I think there's a world where he comes out and just stunts a little on, on the Packers' defense. I mean, like, who the fuck are the Packers' defense? Like, who, Dude, I, obviously, if the obviously, tackling gauntlet rocked Jamie's that hard, Zadarius Smith might split him at an atomic level, Luke. I, I don't know. I, I honestly, I think that Jameis... In, in the right spot and he's in the right spot could have a year where he throws for fucking five grand and like has lots and lots of touchdowns and the saints don't miss a beat like and and the city needs that right now because it's been terrible in new orleans yeah so. you're right um uh, I, and I, I mean mike thomas is out with he had a surgery on his foot that was that like sucks. a whole fucking drama thing hit. i wouldn't be surprised yeah. if he's traded but kamara can put up six tutties like he did on the vikings that's yeah. that can happen at any moment and so Jameis I get was it. sailing fucking bombs in the preseason, dude. It was it he was, was fucking fire. 
was it Marquez Callaway was just like yeah. ungodly oh. in Ew. one of those games. Ew. He's a like, he's a legitimate weapon, I think. So, so you, got Rod- the, you got the Saints in this one then. I have the Saints, but I'm very intrigued to see what these Packers look like. How does it come together? Like how how do we just go about our day? And I guess it's a business and they're going to go about their day as professionals, but I don't know, man. This has been such a little bit. Whatever. Bit. I fucking hate them and I hope they lose every game, but I think they'll this one. <laughs> All right, continue. It, I'm being honest. Okay, the next one's the lesser of these four in the 330 time slot, in my opinion. Broncos, Giants. In this game, Ew. I am going to take the Broncos with Teddy as the starter. Uh, I think Drew Locke handled his demotion well. I think he handled it maturely. I don't know if you saw his press conference, but in a very unlike Drew Locke fashion, he was very mature. And he he said the right things, and he said he's going to do everything he can to help Teddy and the team. Even though he's like, I thought I was having playing good ball, but he's like, that's not how the cards fell, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do everything I can to make sure we're prepared. And when if my name gets called again, I'll I'll do what I can. So respect for that. I really really respect Fangio. Patrick Sertain looks just like his dad playing in the NFL. He's gonna be fucking him and J.C. Horn are gonna be lights out in this league. Yeah, just mark my words. Um. I think, if I'm not mistaken, Vaughn's going to be back. Pass rushing. Bradley Chubb just had like a warrant for his arrest. I read today. I didn't read into Jesus. it too far. I think it, I think it was for something minor that he just like probably didn't show up for. Whatever. I'm not going to speculate. I don't know. It wasn't anything I saw that was major. Anyway, I think it's going to be the Broncos. I think their defense is going to be insane. They have Fuller from the Bears that they got because we couldn't fucking pay him. Fuller. They have. A really, really good defense, and I think their offense is going to be solid. Is this going to be Jerry Judy's year? We shall see. I think that running back from North Carolina is going to be great. Speaking of that, did you see Mac Brown just looking like 5,000 years old when they lost to Virginia Tech? (laughs) (laughs) They lost an upset. They were like, they were ranked, I think, like 10th or some shit, uh, North Carolina, and he's just on the sideline, just like, (laughs) <laughs> just like looking a thousand, five thousand years old. I got Broncos. I think uh, we're going to see much of the same with Daniel Jones. I hope we get to see a dose of Saquon, though. I think he might be on a pitch count. Saquon's my favorite running back in the NFL right now. I think he's got the most physical talent out of all of them, except maybe like Kamara. Kamara is like really physically talented, too. But, uh, you know, he got he got a really nasty injury last year that can linger for running backs. And it used to be a career ender. So anxious to see how they play. I think the giants might've had the worst draft in my opinion, out of all teams on a team that was already really bad. I got Broncos. Who do you got? Yeah. uh, The the giants. hmm. I want to be contrarian and, and say giants because like, I'm intrigued by Saquon coming back. I'm intrigued by what um, – I'm just – I want to root for Kyle Rudolph, and I know he's their third fucking string, like, tight end. Like, he's, like, their third down and red zone guy. But I think the Giants have some interesting weapons there to put some to, – to, to, to string a few wins together this season. But I think if everything goes okay with Teddy, for all the reasons you mentioned, like, the Broncos have a lot of uh, nice pieces, both young and old, that uh, – if they start clicking, I mean, that could be a dangerous squad. So I do not feel that way about the Giants <laughs> for the most part. Like, I think that they have intriguing people, and I'm, I'm interested to see, but it's a lot of question marks. Like, Daniel Jones is, I mean, 
I, I don't know, like I uh, Splenda. Like I, I feel like I don't even I don't even know. Like he's just this. He's just there. I feel bad saying that a little. Like, Teddy's that just, sweet sugar, and just mm, Daniel Jones is that erythritol or whatever the dude, fuck the chemical Teddy Bridgewater name is. Teddy Bridgewater is that like that big old like in the raw sugar where it's those huge grain chunks. Like he's that good stuff. Looks he's like he's like. Teddy is literally a sugar lick, the likes of which you'd give to like a cow. Like he's, he is. he's a block of sugar. He's the boy, and and so he, sweet. His career, Love Teddy his career Bridgewater. Has been plagued. Yeah, his career has been plagued by some bullshit. But um, he's in a good spot right now, and I think he won that quarterback job for a reason uh, as the starter, and I think um, it's no problem. I think it's the Broncos. Dude, Teddy Bridgewater, cool-ass mm-hmm. name, legendary cool. name, mm-hmm. Daniel Jones. That sounds like a, a founding father that we all forgot about. Like, what Daniel the fuck is Jones? that? It, like, it, it, it's like It's like two syllables away from John Doe. Whatever, we got the Broncos in that one. And then the last of the 330 games, Dolphins, Patriots, Battle of the Alabama QBs. How the fuck could they get rid of Cam Newton? Who knows? They must think they really got something in Mac. And he has looked on time and yet also very unathletic in the preseason. Uh, I have... Ooh, that's tough. You go first. I want you to go first on that one. I want to hear what you have to say. <sighs> um, the Dolph, the Dolph Lundgrens versus the Patriots. I know, and I'm a, I'm a very, I'm very pro Tua on this show, and I think it's unfair. Uh, speaking of Alabama quarterbacks, it's kind of like what you said about Hurts. Like they, they kind of are this way about the Dolphins. Like they're the murmurs that that Miami wants to go get Deshaun Watson. Um, they were hesitant about whether or not Fitzpatrick or him would go last year. Um, I think he hasn't had a lot of consistency in his career. I'd like for him to, to ball out. And I think they have the ability to, but I don't know that he will. I think Mac Jones is entering, uh, what could be a very beautiful friendship. Uh, and as, and say what you will about the dude, but what, whatever, whatever you think about Mac Jones, it doesn't change the fact that he's literally perfect for what Bill Belichick, um, likes in a QB. And just because you have somebody like Cam Newton, who's a Greek god, who's won a Heisman, who's won a Natty, who's won an MVP, who's gone to a Super Bowl. Like, you know, that's a lot of money on the table and a lot of getting out of your comfort zone to make things work if you're Belichick. And why do that when you have a rookie who's the heir apparent, you draft him in the first round, and feasibly will be the starting quarterback of the Patriots for the next decade? Don't wait. I respect it, and I think the Patriots are ready now to win football games even with that young kid under center, I think the Patriots win. While you were talking, before you got into the bulk of it, I have written down the Patriots as well. And my reasoning is this. Though the Dolphins have one of the best cornerback tandems in the NFL, I don't think the game is going to be won on the perimeter. I think this is going to be a heavy dose of Damian Harris as a bell cow with some swing routes to, is it James White or Sonny Michelle right now? One of them went I, to the Rams. Either way, it doesn't matter. That's a similar skill set. Um, they're going to be doing oh, swing shit. passes. I just got an And even more so. Oh, no. It was for an old person. It terrified the Ooh. shit out of me. It was right in my ear. Brad's girlfriend? <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, so, though Hunter Henry's out, if I'm not mistaken, with a minor injury, get ready to see some Johnny Smith. Because if... 
the skill set of Mac Jones tells me anything. And if Belichick's offense tells me anything, it's that the tight ends are going to be heavily utilized. That's why they dropped the money on two of them. I think Johnny Smith's going to tear this game apart. I think it's going to be one through the middle. And I think the Patriots are built that way. They're getting more guys back. They had probably the highest rate of COVID setouts last year. I'm not super high on Tua. I honestly am probably more high on Mac Jones as a career standpoint. I like Tua way more, but he's never really impressed me that much except for college before he got obliterated on a on a throw-off play he shouldn't have been in. So for that reason, he I think— He hasn't gotten time. He hasn't gotten time, in my opinion. I think—and and they're not letting him either. I think if the okay, Dolphins— Okay, I mean— I get what you're saying, but if if you if you recall, he took out a certain Jalen Hurts to throw a touchdown to uh, Devontae Smith, like immediately with his first like starting playing time. You know what I mean with the with the with the guys in the national championship, and he hasn't showed me like a lick of that talent in the NFL, in my opinion. He looks like he's like double hitching on his throws, second guessing everything, and we thought he was going to come in and be like the cerebral pinpoint guy. Apparently he did. He didn't look as good as Justin Fields in the in the joint practices against the Dolphins. You know no what I mean? Surprise there. Fields is pro ready. Yeah. So that's our that's my take. I'm gonna go Pats. You're you're going Pats. Maybe for different reasons. I think this game is gonna be won through the middle by the Patriots. The next game, 7:20 p.m. Another primetime Chicago Bears matchup against the Los Angeles Rams. There's a lot to be said about this game. The last year, every primetime game we were in, we got dog walked. And I think one of them was with the Rams, if I'm not mistaken. This is not going to be a good game for us. I think the Rams are going to win handedly. And I don't want that to be the case. I will obviously be so happy if that's not the case. Here's what I think is going to happen. I think uh, Dalton's going to go out there. He's going to be the type of QB he is, which would work if given the certain type of personnel that would fit him. But the personnel that we don't have is offensive line. I think we have one of the worst offensive lines in the NFL. We can sugarcoat it all the time. But Tevin Jenkins is going on early season IR for back surgery. We're talking up Larry Borum, a fifth round pick, as if he's like the second coming. You know what I mean? I mean, we have Jason Peters, who's like unquestionably our starting left tackle. Two weeks removed from a fishing trip that he got called on to be our starter. He came in. He's like 39 years old, heavy. A guy that was just fishing. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not questioning his Hall of Fame candidacy and his talent, but that's not Willoughby. what you want to be relying on. Willoughby. What a lot of people are going to think is going to happen is we're going to have like three or four drives with Dalton being shit, and then we're going to put Fields in. And I think that would happen if it was a close game. But what I think is going to happen is we are going to have like no first down punt, like four and out punt four and out punt turnover and they're going to be up 21 nothing before the second half even hits that's what i think is going to happen because the rams were a very good team with a timing offense based off play action with goff and now they have stafford who's got one of the most talented arms in the nfl no fucking shot they're going to beat the shit out of us badly to the point where i don't even think justin fields comes in this game let me tell you something, man. You're fucked, and you know why. Um, but I think I think uh, as much as you you hate Nagy and as much as you're mad at him for for not playing Fields, he could be playing us all and actually is the smartest villain in the fucking room. And he knows Dalton's gonna get his ass kicked this year, <laughs> and so he's gonna keep him in 
as long as he feasibly can before he has to let Fields. Fields is the future, and, and maybe I'm giving him too much credit, Nagy here, but I think maybe maybe he's playing a game that we don't realize. That um, is an excellent. That's an excellent parting gift for the new head coach next year when yeah, that happens. That's true. Just so you unfortunately, know, if, if that happens, a lot of people keep saying like, "That's the game," including yourself. Like he's gonna try to not put in Fields because then his timer starts as soon as Fields comes in, and if Fields doesn't play well, that's the end. I think that may be the case, but if he doesn't put Fields in and Dalton's sucking, he still gets canned. So your whole city is going to turn on fields if he has one fucking bad game. So I guess it doesn't really matter either way. I won't because I love Justin Fields and I will will. (laughs) they will. And of course they will. But I know that if fields does poorly, it is not because of him. It is because of the people around him and our coaching staff. And I fully believe that I will be a fields apologist if he doesn't play out because I think he is a superstar talent. I think he is, oh, he is. fucking phenomenal as, as a salivating, player. and he's been showing it. So you have the Rams, I assume, right? Yeah, it's not even close, man. Easy, it's bad. it's bad. I will be rooting for the Bears with all of my heart, but I just don't see it with this game. We have not me. the Bengals I'm next be week. Just cheering when Stafford throws for six hundred yards. <laughs> all right. Sorry, Monday, sorry September thirteenth, seven fifteen p.m. P.N. Post noon. Ravens Raiders. <laughs> I wish they would have flexed maybe like the Packers Saints to that yeah, matchup. Bungus. It's a little bit bungus. I think Gruden has shown his age. Uh, and I mean, Mayock's just been making terrible draft decisions. They just well, cut their third round happens. pick, Tanner Muse, who like just because he's just a, a Clemson guy. That's why he got picked in the third round. Whatever, Damon Arnett fucking sucks. He should have been a fourth or fifth round pick is what I said that year, and I'm a Buckeye fan. I think Ravens win this one easily, no problem. I think the Ravens, man, uh, they're in they're in kind of a bad way um, with their running back room, and it's cool they brought in Le'Veon. That's awesome. Um, but they had some weird stuff go down there, and they also, um, you know, man, Lamar said – he strongly doubts that uh, that this is the year that he's figured out by defenses. And I respect that, and I like him, but I don't know if I agree. Um, I don't know if the Raiders are the defense to figure him out, but uh, I don't know. I think they could struggle. I'm actually going to go with uh, John Gruden's Raiders. And I, and I, Whoa! And I, yeah, in, a, in an upset. In an upset, because, you know, obviously... This is, a, this, is a, this is my stupid upset of the week because Lamar could easily be an MVP this year. <laughs> um, my stupid upset of the week is Browns against This is my Chiefs. stupid upset of the week. And yours isn't as stupid as mine. All right. But um, I'm, I'm in. I, I think that the, the Ravens could struggle. And uh, I, I think the Raiders, they're due for one, man. They're due for a primetime win. I mean, they beat the Chiefs last year. They're all and and sometimes in the beginning of the season, yeah, they can ball. It's just like, I don't know. I, I and I also am like getting subliminally messaged out here in L.A. because everybody has uh has the Raiders jerseys. They have that. They have Jacobs jerseys. Uh, my friend's wife works like at the club, like as like not like a dancer or anything, like a server at the Raiders stadium, like yeah. the one I was in his uh, wedding. So very excited. I wish of, I still LA's lived in of, Vegas. They're full of Jacobs jerseys, man, and uh, and I was at Disneyland this weekend, and I see them everywhere. Like I, I, I'm, I'm getting, I'm getting subliminally messaged, but that's okay. Go Raiders. 
All right. That is the schedule. We are very excited to have football back in our lives. I am going to put you on the spot, my man. I have a proposal for you. Why Uh, don't we put something on this? See, we have one, two, three, four, five, six games that were different. Let's Let's fucking bet on this. We got six games that we're different on. So someone's going to end up winning. How about this? How about whoever wins, the other person buys tea Madden by themselves? (laughs) When we get paid. That's because like, we, we, we love T. Herring. We've talked shit to him so much on this podcast. So a lot of the, the listeners might think that we're just absolute dickheads to him. Uh, but we love him, and that's just the nature of our friendship. And I think that would be a fun little thing. And we could wait until we get paid either way. Definitely. I've been poor as hell. I will totally do that. Uh, we'll I wait need, till payday. Need, he's not in a I rush. His mad, nah, he's, he's a busy dad. He needs his Madden takes. I'm super down. But let me, let me do you one better. Whoever wins... The season total has to buy the other uh, a jersey. A jersey of their choice? Deal. Yes. All right. Dealio. You heard it there. Can't wait to can't wait to get my fucking number seven Patrick. Good Peterson luck. Jersey. Can't wait to get my retro signed Walter Payton jersey. <laughs> oh, Game no. it's Ward, like making Luke. <laughs> it's like making a deal with the devil. Like we didn't say. Game like, no. Ward. No, let's be honest. No, no yeah. we're doing, just from we the doing, NFL shop. Current we are doing the hundred and twenty dollar tier. Authentic Nike. Tier. Yes, yeah. Nike. And I mean, jersey. Even if I win, you will get my veteran code for the discount. You oh, know, I'm nice. not going to make you spend that. full price. Nice. All right. So that was a fun little exercise of impromptu game picking. Eventful um, and chunky, but this shows for us, and and we have to get back into our rhythm. So here we are. I haven't podcast in a while. I haven't done. I've been neglecting bad movie brunch too. I'm fucking just a fucking nobody. I think the I think the energy was high. I think we I think we. Did it was. Good. It was. I'm just like you know. I'm just saying if if anybody feels like we were rambly at first, which we were. Uh, and also, I couldn't remember the teams Aiden was asking about at the beginning. So uh, we that's had to, why. We but had dude, to start it's over. football. And no matter hey. what happened in this weird fucking dystopian COVID suck of 2020 and, and, and what a weird Delta variant surge we've been in and whatever sad, bad, awful shit goes on in the world, nothing can change the fact that we have fucking NFL football this week and we don't have to go without it until 2022. Mm. People, we made it. Practice the most intense of mitigating strategies at your disposal that you're capable of because the last thing you want to do is watch this excellent slate of games, sicky boy at home, potentially yeah, making other, other people sicky boys and sicky girls. You don't want that. We want to get through all of these other extenuating circumstances so we can keep enjoying football forever. Forever and ever. Amen. For NFL Mio, I have been Aiden. I've been Luke. Bye. See you after the games, Fox. So we got the three the three thirty ish time slot. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. You're not connected. Note this. I am. I am. Yeah, you uh, you disconnected. Hold on. I think it's because you took him off your ear.
talk to me. Can you hear me? Yeah, there we go. Okay, I'll lead us back in. That's fine. That was at a logical stopping point. I must have, I scratched my head and I grazed I, something. It went off your off. ear. Yeah. There's a bunch of different, no, I didn't even move it off. Like there's different sensors and like all around this thing because it's very expensive. And if you hit certain ones, they do certain things. It's actually very scientific. It I won't get into it right now. <laughs> These are a lot of good things to add to the end of the pot if you want. <laughs> you know, if you actually did your fucking job and, you know, spliced it, sugar spliced and everything nice to it. And actually put out a fucking episode that we record instead of going onto the goddamn clerk set and living your fucking dreams yeah, while I die in sub rural Illinois trying to get my degree. <laughs> Dude, you're my you're like my aunts and I'm James and the giant peach. Yeah. Alright, let's keep All moving. claymated. I miss that movie. I watched it a while back. Okay, I'm gonna bring us back in in three, two, 